Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Time to hesitate is through, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name is Marcus Speller and Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Maul's with us. All right. And Mr. Mojo Rising himself is Pete Donaldson. Well, we're joined now by Marcus Speller. He is a presenter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you, is That's it? That's not me. Yeah, you're me doing the impression of an Australian lady. I yes. asked before we came on air what we were waiting for. <laughs> and now I know. Yeah. Look <laughs> at that, eh? Hey, Pete had that face on. That face of concentration that we've sometimes seen yeah. him have. It's either that or I've got a full tummy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope it's uh, the Both. former. Both. Rather than the latter. Mm. Mario Fellaini and mm. uh, Robert Huth. Uh, speaking of full tummies, they'd had a lot on their plate, didn't they, at Old Trafford? They had a little clash with each other. Huth pulled Fellaini's hair, so the Belgian gave him an elbow and a slap. Yeah. Mm. I think it was a slap. Van Hal wasn't pleased with Huth, who had a very strange uh, encounter with the reporter after when he was giving a little interview. Say. He said that the hair pull was only acceptable in sex um, masochism. Yeah. yeah. And I really enjoyed the way he said masochism. masochism. Yeah, he said yeah. it really interesting. Uh, yeah. Sex <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. A Dutch manager talking about yes. this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he looked at the reporter and said, 
well, what, what would your reaction be if I pull your hair and then he pulled his hair? And he said, see, it's only natural to do that. So it was only natural yeah. to give someone an elbow to in elbow the face. someone in but the face. the reporter didn't elbow him, so he's on his own point. <laughs> yeah. It would have been spectacular oh, had I he done it. it. Okay, well, that's, that's fair, isn't it? He just, yeah, he just broke his nose, but I'll see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's what we see in the Red Devil uh, Light District. Yeah. <laughs> nice. In my hometown of... I don't know where he's from. Anyway, from. not done your research. Have now, you know? Enough of Dutch hair pulls. Um, <laughs> is, that, if you, is that a sex move? <laughs> well, uh, I'll show you after. Um, if you could get uh, Fellaini and Hooth to engage in a competition of sorts, what would you conjure up, well, Jim? I, I really like this question because they are they're titans, both yeah. of them. They're both oh, yeah. big, big guys, but very sort of different. Big um, guys, yeah? Big, big guys, guys. Big Dutch guys. Yeah. Um, get in the so, swing. Basically, <laughs> neither of them are Dutch, by the way. <laughs> I'm not even, Belgium is practically Dutch. And yeah. German. Yeah. yeah. If you, uh, Belgian and, and German combined is Dutch, right? Yeah, that's how it works. works yeah. yeah, sort of get, flanking. Get in the swing, yeah. alstublieft. Yeah. <laughs> So it was I'm, a Dutch flank. Go on, Jim. I'm not sure this even counts as an answer, but basically, <laughs> doesn't always stop Pete. I do. <laughs> That's right. We just talk over you anyway. <laughs> I would like to see them finish this. Basically, finish what you started. Finish what they've started. Have a competition. Do yeah, where them. You, it's you, you've got to pull the other's hair out. Uh, the only defence you can have is an elbow to the face. Yeah. First bald man loses. <laughs> to be fair, you'd be there for days, Actually, wouldn't you? No, I was about to say that's unfair on like Fellaini. Like a tree surgeon. Because he's got he's got uh, a lot more to grab a hold of. But, yeah, if but he's got less to pull out. Well, that's right, yeah, you've thrown me there. It's like, you know, bear, bear versus shark in a sort of tank of water that, that both could function in, isn't it? It's, you know, <laughs> I, it's, I, I which, just like that. Go? It's just like I'd that. back Robert Hooth there. Robert Hooth is tougher, I think. Yeah, I'd I agree. I think so. But, I, but it would be interesting. I don't think Fellaini would go down if you, you know, if, you look, if you're doing top trumps type cards, then Hooth's coming out on top. <laughs> I think. Mm. The way the way isn't actually hard. He just yeah, runs around throwing his elbows everywhere. Yeah. I think he's got a lot less hair to think. pull out, as Jim says. Yeah, true. True. In your specific parameters, Jim, I think it's a, lot, a much more close competition. Yeah, Jim, he's, he's cleverer yeah. than that, is old Jim. Yeah. He's not going to throw his answer away. Yeah. And he's currently in pole position for the points. You'd hope well, so, wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's speaking into a microphone uh, yeah, yeah. shroud that looks very much like Fellini's hair. Yeah, 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 yeah very true. A yeah, little bit. Little bit. Oh, fuck. Luke. <laughs> um, hello. Um, I'd like to see them um, engage. Similar, it's fairly similar to Jim's answer, I suppose. Get in engaged. Way. I'd like to see them. Yeah, I'd like to see them get engaged. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and, and, and they have a fight to see who's the uh, the man of the relationship. Is that what you're going to yeah. say? Yeah, no, no. I'd like to see them. Um, the trailsies. A bit, bit like um, Godzilla versus Mothra, <laughs> just like smashing into each other, destroying cities. Yeah, like fighting. And the Power yeah. Rangers um, turn up, and then when when everyone goes over and goes, this is crazy. You're destroying the whole city. Stop, please. And they stop. Mm. They have to do like a series of world strongest man type events, mm. like um, lifting those big rocks onto barrels and chucking um, fridges mm. over yep. bales of hay, and hold and uh, lifting up cars and wheeling them along, and then pulling uh, trucks. Carry with three a, with teammates a, on each other's let back. Let me finish. Okay, with a <laughs> waistband. And uh, pulling a truck along. And what did you say? Carrying teammates on their backs yeah. to see. Yeah, that know. sort of thing. And then the winner comes. And again, I think Robert Hoos would win. Mm. Yeah. Atlas Stones. Atlas Stones, that's what it's called, isn't it? The Atlas Stones is very, very good. Mm. There was something amazing about the way his, his head rattled after that elbow. It looks, it looks it like, like it just absorbed it all. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I think Fellaini might, in, in fact, get a retrospective ban for that. Yeah. I mean, he elbowed a man in the face. <laughs> certainly, and it wasn't spotted by the referee. That's classic action. He didn't properly catch him. No, but the intent was there, though. Yeah, wasn't it? oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. if Deli Ali did. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Pete, um, horseshoe throwing. Yeah, I just like to see them do, doing horseshoe pitching together okay. in the pub. Who'd win uh, in the uh, Lake District? 
Who do you think would win? Why I think this? Fellaini would because he's got longer arms. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. So we've had Fellaini there. But Hooth looks like he likes a pint of mild, so I don't know. So maybe. Hooth no, 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 drinks like beer big by stein. the stein, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Why in the Lake District? Just a nice set. It's a nice picturesque kind of. That's why it's a pub game, isn't it? It's that's in the where Horseshoe comes from, isn't it? Horseshoe Fern comes from. I think so. Okay. Okay. So I mean, that go. was a far less erotic answer than I was expecting. Well, it's as erotic right. as you were to be. Well, yeah. Mm. So uh, you're not seeing the sexy horse that came off. Well, I'll give you someone to hold to hang those uh, horseshoes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. You I can would... make things as erotic as you want, yeah. Marcus. Just say it was. It's not a problem. Yeah. Okay. Just add the word Dutch to the front of it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Why, it... Not, why not try dressing up, Marcus? Give him a Dutch horseshoe. There we are. <laughs> I really thought yogurt was going to be involved, yeah. but not the, yeah. okay. uh, Fellaini's obviously a great header of the ball. Fellaini. <laughs> and Hooth was once described as having a boobs. concrete head. <laughs> Robert <Peter>. Boobs. <laughs> oh, That's, come on. What? You know what? What? Robert Hooth has got a what, Marcus? Boobert Hooth. <laughs> he was described as having got a concrete head or something by the yeah. physio. Uh, so I'd make them put pots on their heads and then do running headbutts. Just see last okay. man standing. Well, the gun, referee by the gun named Potman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, he died, did he not? Did he? Oh, it's probably oh. another one. Oh, no, that's right. He's like the Phantom. Yeah. Someone so, takes over. There was a rumour that the gun named Potman um, passed away, but then I'm pretty sure. It was a di- I think it was there a was another Potman who came out and was at a, a game fairly recently. Oh, no, I'm thinking of the Colombian Birdman. Right, okay. He's like the Phantom. You know, I mean, like, his, what, his what act was, was very risky because he used to hang off stuff, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. He did. Exactly. Yeah. That's why if some, if, if the, the original guy gets a bit old, yeah. you need to replace it. I think, well, you've got I like think blood gone your head. I think he might have just been a very practically minded health and safety inspector. <laughs> <laughs> I'll test it. Don't worry about it, mate. I want to test <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I won't put you in any situation. I wouldn't be comfortable in myself. Yeah. <laughs> and there might well be blood on your hands and indeed my face. <laughs> Jim's got the points. Well done, Jim. Well done, Marouane and Robert. Yeah. Mm, who gets the points out of those two? It's yet to be decided. Well, I get one each. Well, we haven't had finished the competition. If Spurs uh, lose, they get this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the Premier League quickly. Manchester United won Leicester City 1. Now, at the time of recording, the title race is still wide open. Now, Spurs could have been beaten. It's not wide open. There's a little gap in the door. <laughs> a little gap in the door with a Spurs crest on it. That's you wouldn't even bother putting a draft excluder under that no. gap. Spurs could lose 7-0 to Chelsea. That's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, all right, six. But, um, <laughs> but it, I thought, no matter what happens... I think that's a decent point for Leicester. Bearing in mind, mm. it's still Manchester United. The Manchester United still got a lot to play for. They went a goal down. They got back into the game. Obviously, they finished with 10 men. That was just a few minutes towards the end. But I thought Leicester, without their star striker as well, not a bad point. And that puts the pressure on, on Spurs. Yeah, well, I mean, because obviously Spurs, uh, a draw's not good enough, is it? Which is a, no. which is a problem. Um, but I, I think in, in general, you're right. It's, you know, no one oh, has hang a on, right draw to might to... be good enough, aren't they? Seven? No, no, oh, it's they, not. They okay, have right. to win. Okay, right. Um, but yeah, like you can't go to Old Trafford and just expect to win, even if you are in the title hunt. It's just not how no. it works, is it? And um, and you know they've been good at home this season. They have been good at home, Overall. and also they they conceded a goal that was maybe down to a little bit of nerves. You would normally expect Casper Schmeichel to save that, Definitely. but then they got themselves back into it. Big ways. I actually thought the game was was to start with. Leicester looked like the occasion really got to them, and yeah. United started swarming them as soon as United scored that first goal. I actually tweeted about it at the time saying this could be a bit of a long afternoon for Leicester this. Mm. Um, and then Leicester got a goal from a set piece which um, was a little bit of a soft one. And that, yeah, it was and a that, bit. And, and that gave them a lot of confidence. Um, but I thought United were the better team. I which really is why it. I thought a point was a, a decent yeah. result for mm. Leicester because if, if they'd have lost... 
and obviously it's difficult to chat about this uh, while Spurs and Chelsea haven't played because what we're saying might not matter because it could all be over. Yeah. But uh, but in in Leicester's terms, you know, if they'd have lost the game, you know. If indeed Spurs win, it would then put quite a bit of pressure on that Everton game. Yeah. More so, they just need two points now from the final two games. Yeah, uh, and, and so I thought a good point, and also as well, even if Chelsea beat Spurs, great that they went to Old Trafford and and didn't lose. They got a yeah. point. It's another decent result, really. A point away at Old Trafford is never usually a bad result. No, it's typical. It's typical that, that fact that they went behind Leicester and they came back to get sunk out of the game is typical of their season. I think they've only lost three games that they've gone behind in out of 11 um, this season. It, actually, it might, that might not even be including the United game, so it might be 12, but it's certainly at least 11. How appropriate that Morgan was being held for his goal yeah. as well. It's just... It's been it's been a season for that, especially with where Leicester have concerned. Teams they've played against and also themselves, they've they've been very, very guilty of playing right on the line when it comes yeah. to sort of behaviour in the penalty area. And we've seen them punished, actually, actually haven't we? So, um, And obviously, we, we, we just touched on it there with Fellaini and Hooth. Um, but it was it was it was a pretty pretty interesting game in terms of, of, of the fact that it was clearly a very very big occasion mm-hmm. for both teams. You got the impression United obviously are still going for top four. City had a disastrous result, so that's helped them. Um, but you get the impression United didn't really want to not let Leicester win the title at all. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was definitely a, yeah. Despite um, what we just said about Schmeichel on the first goal, which he certainly could have done better on, it was a commanding performance from him. Otherwise, wasn't it? He mm. got his head right very very quickly, and that that chance where he had to race out of his box and just boot the ball away from Jesse Lingard was uh, that was that was there was a few there was a few hairy moments for 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 Leicester and there was a few for uh, for Hooth in particular Mm. indeed yes Uh, but but it was a good game and Rooney in a deeper midfield he did okay he He did yeah could that be quite lucky as well though he did effectively as as well as he played he also ran around kicking people he probably he probably should have walked if you drink, if drink water, yeah. I mean, because that's, I mean, I think the occasion particularly got to drink water, which which then helped Rooney. I think mm. the reason for that with drink water is because, of course, he didn't get a chance at United. He felt very yeah. passionately about it, and he and he certainly let the occasion get to him. Uh, I'm going to stop saying the word occasion in a minute, <laughs> uh, but that helped Rooney because yeah. it, it freed Rooney up a little bit, and Rooney operated pretty well in the middle of the part there, and and. Um, and he showed himself to be decent in that rather last couple of weeks, which I'm sort of loath to say because I don't want him to start for England. But we know he's going to, don't yeah, we? Yeah, so. annoying. But do you think uh, Rudy's thought to himself, my goodness, you know, you look at Harry Kane and Jamie yeah, Vardy, Daniel Sturridge has thought, right, come on, boss. Yeah, I think he yeah. has, and I think that's fair enough. Yeah. He wants to be a part of it, and he, he re- at least he's got the humility to realise that he needs to work hard to get in but the But he's got my body that... shape is definitely built for the centre of the centre. <laughs> yeah. In the 1970s. Yeah. <laughs> for non-sprinting roles. Yeah. He's surely not asking Lou Van Hart if he can play in midfield to get a chance well, for England, Van Hull said well, not for that specific reason but Van Hull did say when he joined Manchester United something about Rooney playing a deeper yeah. midfield position but perhaps going forward. That way. other managers suggested that mm. as well haven't they maybe they can push for Lerny up a bit more because he seemed to do his best work certainly for his previous club absolutely up, 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 yep. yeah, it's just nuisance value the, mm. the drink water thing the second yellow for drink water mm. I didn't even think that was a foul it was I, a funny I, one. It's, I, I don't know if it's a if that was a, a foul, If that was a foul, Simpson would have, should have been off for the. Uh, you reckon? I didn't think the, that was a foul either. No, I didn't. Think, that's for me. I didn't think it was oh, okay, either. Right, yeah, yeah. I can see why he's given the drink water one. I mean, at high speed, Depay he, he goes down and, and drink water did put his hand on him. Yeah. And if he has the referee has given that as a foul, which of course he did, that is a second yellow card. And very, actually, should have been probably a penalty. Well, it's been a very right clambery. Yeah, yeah, it was. I, I think it probably was. In it started outside, but I was like, I'm pretty sure the laws say if you go if the 
foul continues to go inside the box, you can give a penalty, I think. But mm. I think it was on the line where the contact happened. Anyway, I, I didn't see it, it close it only, enough. It was very, very tight, but you know, any part of the line is the box. It was it? The, last, the last few years have been very clambery in the Premier League. Yeah. There's been a lot of climbing happening. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, Crouch was, was, was guilty mm. as well against Sunderland, which we'll come on to, I'm sure. But the... Um, the, the thing about Drinkwater as well, I wanted to mention, and Leicester fans won't thank me for saying this, is that yeah, the reason that Vardy sat out that game is because he was abusive to the official when he was sent off. Did you see what Drinkwater said? <laughs> he, went right Clearly. He, he said, he, right in his face, he went, that is an effing joke, you see. No way. Right wow. in his face. You Not see Vardy. what you've done. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he, basically screams the, he basically screams the four to see word right in his face. Is that what Ranieri's told them to do if they got sent Maybe, off? Well, yeah. I'm just saying, <laughs> the, re- the problem is officials then make a roll for their own back because they, 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 break, they break the protocol with, with Vardy and say, right, well, that's not acceptable from Vardy, so we're mm. going to get another ban. Mm. To which then we said in this show, well, Rooney should be banned every single game. Mm. And then Drinkwater's now done this. So the, the pressure is now going to be on the officials to, to give a ban out well, to... Um, but he's not going to get an extra game. Said he's not going to get an extra game, which is weird. But you know what? It's not entirely inconceivable that Robert Huth won't get some action against them because of the Fellaini thing as well. And they're going to have to be careful that they can even field a team in the last couple of games. They might get a couple of automatic 3-0 losses. Well, in a way, this, yeah. is, this, is a, this is what we've sort of been calling out on this show, where the officials are starting to take this abuse seriously. And it'll be interesting to see if, they, if it starts to drop off in terms of behaviour from the players, because I know they're going to be punished for it. I, I maintain that if a couple of weeks of this, where they mm. just go for everything, and whether you agree it should happen retrospectively or not, or whether you think it should happen by the officials on the field at the time, I, I maintain that if you do this for a couple of weeks, it's going to stop it. But it was always the thing when you know we, we were kids playing at school level or any kind of level that we managed to achieve that people said that sort of thing to you. Yeah, well, I was never. <laughs> well, I was the actually. Teachers used to say it. I was playing the game. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you may sympathise rather than empathise. Highest level. <laughs> but um, no, whatever level you played, the referee would always say, "I won't tolerate swearing mm. and all that," and everyone would effing blind. Yeah. And uh, some people may swear, even swear at the referee, and seldom would they do anything about it. You know they need to follow through with these conditions. That's not my experience. My experience of playing at like grassroots level was that you were allowed I played in Scotland. Remember, you're, true. Yeah, <laughs> you're allowed to swear in frustration and mm. a sort of like muted level. Mm. But you can't you, use it as a noun. No, if, if you, no, <laughs> you can't use no. the vagina word as a noun. But if you swore actually in the direction of the referee, you'd be sent off. Invariably, you'd be sent off. In my yeah. experience, mm. well, who was it? Was it Rodney Marsh or some player who said, "If I call you a so and so, will you send me off?" And he goes, yes. And he says, but if I think it, you, you can you send me off? And he goes, no. He goes, all right, I think you're a... Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. And he gets it off. <laughs> no, I can't, I'm not can't sure. Remember. I, can't, I can't remember if it was Rodney Marshall or not, but it sounds like uh, somebody but, but like going that. back to the game, I thought a player that really stand out, stood out as being poor was Marcus Rocco. I thought yeah. he was a terrible guy. I thought, I thought it's, it's, it's a funny player he is. Definitely, I think so. He likes getting forward, doesn't he? But he doesn't really like defending that much. And it's more fuel to my theory that he just because you cover someone in tattoos doesn't make them tough. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those players, that, and, and Man City fans have probably been saying this about Otamendi as well, that he had... One well, Rocco, I think was, if I remember correctly, was quite good at the World Cup. He was, yeah. You know, had a decent season or two, and because defenders, uh, there's not too many good defenders there at the moment. Mm. That the prices have been pushed up, and also when teams know that a club has a lot of money, they can hold them to ransom yeah. a bit. And so he comes in for a big fee. But actually, is he really good enough to start games for Manchester United? I would suggest he isn't, though. Yeah. This, this season, he probably isn't. <laughs> now, Otamendi's done a little bit. Yeah, Otamendi's done a little bit better of late. But it was that one season at Valencia when that, that they yeah. really put the price but, up for him. Do you think that was a penalty as well from Rocco? 
when they sort of bundled over. Uh, it's, it's really interesting because when I watched that, I thought it was a penalty. When yeah. I oh, oh, sorry. It, yeah, I've just remembered the incident. Yes, I did. Yeah. When I, when I watched that, I was, I was I watched the first half in a pub with some friends of mine, and it was quite loud, so you couldn't hear any commentary. And it, we were laughing at how much it looked like a dive. Right. It looked like Riyad Mahrez had just sort of like just Often, jumped because you don't, you know, you don't necessarily on fall the replay, over. In that. For me, it was a pen all day long. Yeah, on the, on the replay, you see him put his leg out, both to block him, but put his leg out and trip him as well. I thought it was a pen. And I think if Mar- I think the pro- the reason the referee didn't give it. Oh, well, obviously he's got his own reasons, but the reason he didn't give it, I thought, it was because Maros wasn't moving fast enough. Because mm. Maros couldn't get off the mark and start moving as quickly as we know he can. I think if that is that happens in faster speed, that's a penalty all day long. The referee, I think the referee had a bit of a blind spot because he was he wasn't moving that fast. But again, it's, it's it shows you what a difficult job it is mm. to to to, do, to spot that at speed when at first glance it can seem so ridiculously one way, and then yeah. you you see it again. It's like, oh, actually, no, you know what? Maybe there is something there. Yeah. Mm. I, th- I thought it was a pen. But then I'm not paid to make those decisions, no. am I? So. No. <laughs> Thankfully not. No. That's no. right. I thought it was a penalty as well. Uh, but Vardy... Penalty. V- <laughs> fine. Um, a Dutch penalty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me. Vardy obviously didn't play, but he's been voted the writer's player of the year. Yeah. Hey? Yeah, Shrugged, yeah. Shoulders hey. shrugging in yeah. the studio. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, nice for him and Maris to get one each. Yes. Yep. That's that's tend to be you know how it's gone, isn't it? Is, but is that not better, Jim? If, if, if the individual awards, as we, as we know, are a bit funny, so share them out. Yeah. I like the <laughs> I way mean, that we. You know very well that we discussed this before the show, before we came on there, so <laughs> none of us care about the football writers' award. But you still thought, no, I'm stubbornly, <laughs> yeah. I'm stubbornly including this. In. <laughs> I damn them. I'll take ten seconds of dead air before I take this out. <laughs> <laughs> I know Pete wanted to talk about it. I did. I love the where the what's, what shape is the award. Uh, I don't know. I, I literally haven't. Is, is it a rhombus? Is it, like is it a rhombus? rhombus? I don't know. Is it like a lozenge? <laughs> the big lozenge. The big lozenge is my favourite of all the awards. Awards are quite weird, like that, aren't they? In that they don't necessarily have to relate to the thing they're being awarded for. So mm. you could probably, you could probably well, could just make it a big well, lozenge. Well, 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 rugby ball. Yeah. Well, we were admiring one in that Newcastle hotel, weren't we? Yeah. It was like it was just a very generic. It was the same one I think we got given once for uh, for something. Uh, it was like a, a glass shard, and it gets given for a lot of. Uh, yeah. in Individual awards like radio awards and stuff like that, but then we were sort of thinking, me and Jim, what about the award makers' awards? Yeah, there's got to be. It one. would have to be like an amazing be award. Good. Yeah, it would have to be an excellent be. award. Well, I think what we were saying was that whoever won it would surely have to make next. Yeah, make the next one. one yeah, well, like Eurovision. Yeah, yeah. you've got to host <laughs> that. Yeah. That would be very good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, if this... anyone knows, get in touch. Anyway, well, well done to Jamie Vardy. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, we're going to talk more Premier League action after this. Yes. Hi, I'm Frank Dobov. You're listening to the Football Ramble. Foot Football Ramble. Shall we move on to the relegation battle? Yes. Newcastle United oh. won. Alan Pardew, nothing. I hate to tell us, so I told you so, Peter. The Newcastle, it's on. It is on. It, oh. uh, it's very much out of their hands, Luke. You must have loved that goal. It was uh, it was a peach, wasn't it? Absolutely oh, beautiful. Yeah. Well, I think I made the point on the WhatsApp group. I think I found... I didn't find a stay. It was clearly stopped on Twitter. I went, oh, guys, I'll just copy and paste this. But it's the first time <laughs> they've scored from a direct free kick uh, since January 2014. That's crazy, That's Well, bearing in mind, they used to have Lon Robert. Shearer was good for a witzer every it now was, and again. Yeah. Emre. Solano yeah. was decent at them. Yeah. We've had some free kick takers over the years, yeah. and now we've got nobody. Big Philippe Albert, did he ever take him? Nah. Surely. He was, he was, he was Mr. <laughs> outside of the left boot. Yeah, give him a chance. <laughs> give him a chance. <laughs> Allardyce was trying to get uh, Benitez with the old mind games again, suggesting yeah. the Palace players had been on the pop yeah. after reaching the cup final. Pardew was happy with that, was he? Pardew took umbrage with that. Uh, he was on the pop. I'm on the pop. Yeah. <laughs> who's, got, who's got pop? Top Cheers. Of the, <laughs> top got of bar, thanks. <laughs> top of the pops. Pards did say he wondered what era Allardyce was in and that his comments were prehistoric. That's quite strong from, from Pardew because I'd imagine those two would okay. maybe get on. And he's also mm. specifying the era. So it doesn't even work. <laughs> yeah. Ancient Allardyce. Um, <laughs> ancient Greece. <laughs> big, big Andros has scored a few good goals this yeah, season. Yeah, he's been, he's been excellent for you. He's, a he's, decent, that... he's, he's not been excellent, but he has scored two very important goals the last two matches he's scored in. But the first, th- I think, three goals he couldn't celebrate because they were like at the ends yeah, of like 4 0 right, okay. batterings. Yeah. So it's, got, it's nice to see him being able to celebrate a goal. He's not been great, but he's getting a lot of joy um, in the final third, and he's, he's a good crosser over the ball. Does that not, not speak? to the fact that he sort of um, keeps going and keeps trying to be positive and regardless of you know whether yeah. his performances have maybe been made to look a bit better because of the goals that, that fight is something Newcastle certainly need and it is, it is starting to make a difference now if Cissé isn't up top he looks a lot better because at least with someone like Mitrovic uh, you've got yeah. someone who can actually get their head on a ball because Cissé's just he's not even a footballer I th- anymore I think with Townsend he just looks so slow doesn't he Cissé he's, uh, he's always had that problem where if he thinks too long <laughs> he's going to miss and stuff like that he, you know we've compared it to Andy Cole before but like he was he he was ruined by Alan Pardew playing him up top. He never knew what the offside, um, <laughs> off the, what the offside rule was anyway, uh, and he can't even play off the shoulder of defenders anymore. What, he's, he's a dreadful footballer. What I would say is, you mentioned Andy Cole. They have a bit of respect. He's got a lot of goals for Newcastle. <laughs> he did, you know, he did. He was very good, and I was very sad when he. I had cried, I think, a little did bit you? when oh. he. I mean, thinking about it, if you work out how old I am, I shouldn't have been crying. Yeah, you spent a lot of your childhood crying. <laughs> if, if, big, if Big Mitro moves on, will you have a little tear? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Just because I'll have nothing to talk about on the ramp. <laughs> I'll have to research some well, stuff. Well, yeah. let's talk about this. Johan Kabai, former yeah. Newcastle oh. United player. <laughs> Getting booed all over the gaff. With his chops. It? I don't think he was being universally booed, but... He shouldn't be, because didn't he go from Newcastle to Paris Saint-Germain? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's more than no, fair but he, enough. He, he, no, but he, For a club that's literally <laughs> set up to be a springboard club. Yeah, yeah but he didn't, he didn't, yeah, he didn't show himself in glory, did he, when he left? No, no I mean, no, he was, he I think, but then a lot of players... Well, you can say that about Sissoko, and he's a, you know, he's a one to win. Oh, whatever I want. But it was incredible that he was the one that missed the penalty in front of that end as well. It, it was amazing. It was a great penalty. Such a pards move to 
can take it at all. But yeah, but he was an Kabaya has been like a penalty taker for the past four. Yeah, that's not our narrative. No, I choose to. I choose to prove. No, as Jim says, and and it is factually incorrect. But we're going to go with it. Kabaya has never even thought about taking a penalty. Doesn't even know they are. I can't believe someone else was going to take that penalty. And Pardew came on the pitch and said, "No, Yoan Kabaya's taking it up all your lot, Jim." Up yours, the rusty one. I reckon, a hero like me. I reckon, what Paz should have done was uh, registered himself as a player, put himself on the bench that game, like that uh, England player for the uh, the hockey side in the Olympics. Oh, Sean Curley, wasn't it? <laughs> he just put him on for penalty corners and yeah. then take him straight back off. Yeah. Paz slots it home. <laughs> That'd be yeah. fantastic. Be a hero Pete, like me. You'd have it, to respect that. It, I would have if he put that jacket on that, that uh, the man Ryan, uh, what his name is, from Drive has on. Oh, and, they play, and they play the song. Real you With the gloves. Hero. As well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pete, you have and to respect that. To the back. Do you know that from Marcus? You have to respect that, Pete. A completely fictional situation <laughs> which just, would never happen yeah. for a hundred different reasons. A weird peccadillo pe- fantasy that uh, Marcus has made up in his head. <laughs> a man. You die, little uh, sloth. Oh, that'll do. <laughs> you die, right. sloth. That'll do. Um, yeah, Sloth. <laughs> you dirty little knacker. Slow. Slow furry. You, you fur matted with moss and soil. You, you dirty your, little you sloth. Your weird little grin. <laughs> your muggy little penalty. Why are you so happy looking? Sleepy little eyes. Sleeping on your tree. Oh, oh. You dirty boy. Dirty <laughs> No. With your long, dirty fingers, dirty sloth. Right, that's enough, Peter. <laughs> your dirty fingernails, your dirty <laughs> little little melt. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, Newcastle. Oh, you, what a oh, little you, melt. Oh, you melt. <laughs> that's what Kabaya is, Marcus. Oh, you sloth. That's what Kabaya is, a little melt. <laughs> little... <laughs> That's what Darlo said when he saved a pen. Oh, you yeah. melt. Oh, you melt. <laughs> I bet all the boys call him darlo <laughs> Saving your muggy little penalty. Yeah. It, was a good, it was a good penalty save, but it wasn't... Uh, it was a good height, and it wasn't a great penalty. It was so. a good penalty save, but Kavaye, um let's just say, enabled him to make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Providing the, some assistance in that area. Oh, but I, I think... I wanted to make a point about Andros Townsend, which is, he had a bit of a difficult time at Spurs. He clearly wasn't good enough for them. Uh, fell out with Pochettino. Or whatever went on there, went on there. But I actually think if he could play consistently and he could apply himself, mm. uh, in terms of a lower half of the Premier League type player, I reckon he's easily good enough. I agree with that. He's got, right? yeah. got a lot of pace you look as well. At that, you look at that team, you sort of go, there's no reason why they should be where they are. And, and that's been I said, said that to you. You keep telling me no. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but they're not putting in performances, are they? So you no. can only look at what you, you, you're given, isn't it? It's a bit rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. Oh, you little milk. That is so rich coming from you, Donaldson. Yeah. Pards has been criticised by one of his own players. Wow. I mean, Chong, this is brilliant. Lee Chong Young said yeah. uh, Pardew's made some absurd decisions. He said Pardew is very smart in training, but he's too hot tempered in matches. He told me to warm up, then we used all three substitutes, so I sat on the bench again. Five minutes later, he told me to warm up again, so, and I told him there were no substitutes left. He just said, Oh, sorry. What he should have said was, I just don't want your muscles to get cold. Yeah. You're a professional athlete, stay warm. Yeah, but that's the kind of, oh, sorry, it's like, uh, I'll give you the last five. You know, you've yeah. come down today. Yeah. yeah. Your dad's watching. No, the old day, we'll give you the last five because I know for a fact that if I give you five minutes, you have to pay me at least some subs. Yeah. <laughs> and we need, to, we need to bump the kitty up a bit. Yeah. Um, he also said, uh, Pardew also made me train as a starter for the whole week and decided to leave me out on a match day as an injured player. That was absurd. And he was apparently fine. I mean, he's clearly, clearly Annoyed. angling for a move away, isn't he? <laughs> Before the season's even over. 
Well, Jimmy we, said he had no reason to stay at Palace we've next chosen, season. We've wow. chosen as a group to side with him. <laughs> <laughs> Sido. Um, Sido. 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 The other day, apparently, it wasn't Sido because I don't think he played. Uh, well, the other week, whenever it was, it was uh, Sess and John. Sess. 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 All right. Sess. <laughs> he loves a striker. Sess. Uh, Newcastle away to Aston Villa at home Sloth. to Spurs. <laughs> Sunderland, Chelsea at home, Everton at home, Watford away, and then Norwich, Man United at home, Watford away, Everton, uh, um, sorry, Watford at home, Everton away. Everton and Watford. Jingle jangle in the keys. I, I, think Norwich, to relegation. I think Norwich are gone. I do. Yeah. Mm. But I, yeah, I, the, the thing for me, and it's that extra game, but if you look at Sunderland, Chelsea at home, I mean, they could get a point there, but it's Everton at home and Watford away. It's funny how the two of them have, have, have got those sides. Everton at home for I mean Everton won't have much to play for apart from a bit of pride and Watford as well. Ah, I, I think if Newcastle had an extra game somewhere, I'm just. But then you sort of go. Villa, Newcastle should Villa's, beat Villa. Villa's three points and Spurs. They might have not. Have, they might have nothing to play for. It's true, and if Spurs have nothing to play for, then there's a chance. But even if Spurs have lost the league by then, yeah. it could be a case of well, making sure they finish second. And the also, the last, last league game at. Uh, White Hart Lane, they're gonna they're gonna want to play for the fans. The no, no, it's, 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 it's St oh, it? okay. But at the risk Ignoring. of making a complete idiot of myself here, does Sunderland play Chelsea at home next? Yeah. Well, if Sunderland don't win that game, if Sunderland get beaten by Chelsea, mm. they've got fewer points than Newcastle, haven't they? Yeah. So Newcastle mm. just need to win their two games. They're, they're good, yeah. as good as gold. They're fine. No, because they've got they've got another they've got two games in hand, haven't they? But, uh, no, 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 they've, they've just got, got the one. Got they've one. just got the one. But Where the thing is, help? <laughs> but Sunderland's, Sunderland's goal difference is better than the other two. Mm. But so it doesn't matter because Newcastle got one more point. No, I know, but that's what I mean. That's why it goes to that Spurs game. If Newcastle win, they're then four points above Sunderland, but I think Sunderland would get four points in their last three games at least. And Newcastle don't necessarily have and that. And then on goal yeah. difference, I think, you know... Oh, Sunderland knocking Newcastle down on a goal difference, that would be a stinker, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. All the other way around, mate. It would be brilliant, yeah. surely. <laughs> bearing in mind how, how many points they didn't get. Remember that season with their Peter Reid when they went down with like 13 or something? Yeah. Sunderland. That, are they, and a stinking that's the goal joint difference. worst ever, isn't it? It's mm. them, Derby and someone else. Mm. Probably Villa this season, good lord. No, Villa just about escaped that. <laughs> wow. They had a shocker, didn't they? Sunderland did get that point away to Stoke. Ooh. And I, th- I think that that's the thing, isn't it? That could be vital. It's because if they were two points below Newcastle, mm. then, you know, obviously a win, uh, sorry, a point, four points, with the four points I was talking about, if Newcastle beat Aston Villa, they then need something well, else. But that goal difference, that extra point we've they got, got. We've got to the stage of the season where it's like using your nectar card at Christmas. Every point counts. Yes. <laughs> it counts. Yeah, Can you get that extra box of baubles for your Christmas tree? Yes, you can, because you've got nectar points. Mitrovic, goal avalanche against Villa. Avalanche? Ten. How ten many goals. Avalanche? <laughs> ten <laughs> goals. I have to ask you how many goals is an avalanche. <laughs> if Mitro scored ten goals against Aston Villa, Pete, you'd have to respect that. <laughs> I would have to respect that. <laughs> I'm already a noted respecter. Imagine if he scored a perfect hat-trick of hat-tricks. <gasps> three with his left, three with his right, three with his bonce. <laughs> All nicely like that. Yeah. yeah. It's more chance of Pardew slotting a penalty away. <gasps> I, I can imagine Mitrovic just marauding through the Villa defence. Julian Lescott just stood there, not even attempting a challenge, going, I can't believe this. <laughs> Villa did, a, did, did, did okay against Watford. Villa have yeah. started to put it in. Actually, hang on a minute. 
Villa lost 3 2 to Watford, <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah, like, they did. they did okay. Yeah, they <laughs> were 2 1 up. They were 2  1 up. Yeah, as well. check yourselves, fellas. And they Birmingham, were winning at Birmingham fan Troy Dean. How much did he love it? it How much did he love it? Amazing. But there was, a, there was a point where I think it was when Kieran Clark scored, where he just powers his header in, really good cross, powers his header in, starts pumping his fist. It's like, it's all very well now, yeah. mate. Well, the pressure's off, isn't it? Yeah, the pressure's exactly. off. Now. It's always pleasing to score a goal. Deeney, though, when the second one went in, the last minute to equalise, he loved it because those Villa fans hate him and Villa, he, and he could... fans are going we're already down it's like stop punching us we're already dead yeah. <laughs> no I won't stop punching you as if they... it couldn't get any worse Deeney <laughs> with two goals in the last few minutes didn't they celebrate a corner like it was a goal Who's which Villa? to be fair to them he's brilliant yeah, Villa? <laughs> wow. did they? I think they did yeah oh my goodness you were going to talk about Sunderland though weren't you I was we were just briefly going to talk about them um, Barini on Allardyce that was an interesting one there was a few funny comments uh, he said he shouts at Barini on Allardyce of course he shouts a lot sometimes for no reason and he doesn't always speak proper English but he's a manager you listen to being on so the pop yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's quite a hard manager to listen to if that's the case <laughs> yeah that's, that's a I love brave that. move I love it? that's coming from a man who's, who English is his second language yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, is that not like just putting your head in a lion's mouth? Yeah. You're just absolutely yeah. He's, a, he's trouble, one of their better footballers, to be fair, yeah. and they've got a crappy team. Barini puts his head in a lion's mouth, he'll un- undoubtedly come out with a broken ankle. <laughs> his ankle <laughs> but in Barini's mouth is a dagger, so... Could that's true, cut, actually. Cut yeah. the lion's mouth. Give it that one. Yeah, yeah it's true. Mm, there you are, you see. Uh, Southampton, they had a great result against Manchester mm. City. Uh, a brilliant season, aren't they, Luke? They are, they're a really they're good season. Going under I was, the radar. I was actually going to say... They did. I was the, the best team on the south coast. No, it's one of these uh, ones where they did play really well, and I saw um, I saw the game, um, and I was thinking about on the way here how to praise them, but also trying to get across the fact that I thought Man City were truly laughably bad without sounding bitter about Southampton. <laughs> so I'll separate it out. Yeah. Southampton were excellent, mm. and they have been excellent for most of the season. When they, Tadic plays like that, he's fantastic. He was great, um, but Man City were laughably poor. Yeah, I mean, after the game, Pellegrini, who I think looks like a sort of corrupt politician from a seventies cop show. Anyone agree? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he um, he said after the game about the priorities and how they're prioritising the Champions League. It's like, what? So no, no, Otamendi no. and Man- Mangala are just taking the afternoon off during <laughs> the game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he not the club. He is prioritising yeah. the Champions League. <laughs> yeah. I love this. I absolutely love it because Pellegrini's thinking to himself, "I want to win the Champions League for me." Right. Yeah. Obviously, it'd be great for the club and all that. And if they won the Champions League, they would qualify for the competition. But he's thinking, oh, so what if we finished third? And I, yeah, there you go. I'm going to be around. Exactly, yeah. But he, imagine, he, if, imagine if he, they got to the final, they got knocked out in the semis, and they finished fifth. Pep Guardiola would be fuming. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be absolutely fuming, wouldn't he? You know, you know that like, he, he, got, he got a bee in his bonnet. And I agree with him on this point of principle, that he got a bee in his bonnet on behalf of the club, the fact that they were playing on Sunday afternoon when they got a Champions League semi-final. Yeah, and that's ridiculous. I do agree with that. There's no yeah. reason they couldn't play on the Saturday. Mm. And, and I understand that. But at the same time, it, take that. I agree with you. That's annoying. That's a, that's a bone of contention. You're annoyed about that. Fine. Park that there. You've still got to play the game. <laughs> yeah. you have still, I mean, regardless of how you feel. Ian Hatcher played got, the game. Got, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> In a way, you've got a day's extra rest yeah. to prepare for it. Yeah, indeed. And, and the thing was that they... they a lot of uh, top clubs, it seems to me that the players, when they come in, um, second-string type players, at a club that big, with those, those amount of resources, second-string players should be absolutely gunning to start the game against Real Madrid. Mm. Right? They should be... so Because even if Pellegrini's got an idea in his mind of the team he wants to play on Wednesday... Well, someone could get injured tomorrow. Yeah. And so you've got to be there ready to play and you've got to impress the manager. They don't want to do that. They'd, I thought um, Fernandinho did okay. Uh, I thought Hart did well. But Ian, that shows you rightly said, Marcus did okay. Yeah. 
Oh, Some of those players were embarrassing. Okay. Yeah, he was. And he's always done well when he's mm. been asked to, to, to play, to be fair to him. He, obviously a good young prospect. But Kolarov was embarrassing. <laughs> there was one, but I can't remember which goal it was, where Kolarov had about a 10-yard start on Mane and um, just... just and literally watched him go past him. It's not like he didn't see him. He Manny, watched him Manny go past him. like a man possessed. Like. Yeah, but, a but weird that's what like you'd that. expect, though, right? I mean, that's what Manny was brilliant. Yeah, but Manny did... Was he one of the ones when he was uh, touted for a move earlier in the season? To yeah. United, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah and, he, and he slightly down tools for a few weeks. Was that him? <laughs> I know when Yammer was... Yeah, I think Wanyama probably more so. Okay, maybe maybe that's harsh on Manny. They've got an issue where they're going to have to keep on some players in the summer for sure. But I mean, Southampton were were at the races. They were really good. And I'll I'll tell you a team who could have taken a leaf out of their book is Stoke. Because Southampton don't look like they're going to down tools at all. And they're still going for the Europa League and all that other yeah. stuff. I mean, they, Southampton probably really need United to win the FA Cup. Yeah. And that means it goes to seventh yeah. uh, in the Europa League. So they could get in there that way. But, but City were absolutely terrible. It, mm. I mean... <laughs> It was one of the worst performances for a team this season. Given yeah. the resources they've got, given the players they've got at their disposal, I know they've got an arm on, on the Europa, on, on the Europa, sorry, on the Champions League. But well, it'd be Europa at this well, they, they, they can't they, drop out of that, can they? That honestly, net. how good would it be seeing, <laughs> uh, in the final? <laughs> seeing Pep Guardiola managing the Europa Man League? City, Man City gutted. have lost ten league games this season. That's crazy. Ten. That's a lot. Well, yeah, but Southampton are having a great season. And according to Kuman on Twitter, it was a perfect afternoon and a glorious victory with great <coughs> goals and good teamwork. We continue our race for Europe. You love him on Twitter. Brilliant. He's great. I really enjoyed um, one of the best. Mane balancing uh, the ball on his head like a seal after the game, like a really flash skill. That, that uh, seal that's just got a hat. Yeah, and did a Brazilian defender from uh, from Brazil just just go up and elbow him in the face yeah. like, like a, they used to curl do? On. Yeah, curl on when he used um, to do the seal dribble. Andre Mariner, another famous Andre in football. Andre right. Mariner tried to play a trick on Mane after. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Tended to not give him the hat trick ball. Ah. It was actually oh, quite nice. Done. I was quite pleased with that. Nicely executed, yeah. practical yeah. joke, Pete. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, you're one of those people who likes practical jokes. Like you're wacky. No, at the last moment, I feel guilty. And pull out, yeah. and then Pitt was. And then <laughs> no, 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 we're stupid. talking about practical jokes. Here. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Marcus, Bella. Jesus, Marcus, you were on CNN. Hang on, you little melt. You hang little on, dirty hang little on. Sloth. You dirty melt. Oh, you're <laughs> you weird little tree sloth. You're thing. hide. Yeah. So dirty. Drink it. Foul. <laughs> Drink me in. Um, <laughs> Arsenal looking good for a top four finish, Jim, due to the uh, due to the failings of others. Before Jim just weighs in, can I just say <laughs> I, I hate watching Arsenal. Mm. <laughs> I um, I watched the Arsenal game um, on an iPhone balanced on a butter dish this weekend. And if anyone has had a more middle class Arsenal experience, I would like to hear about Oi. it because I'm putting it out it's there. Saying there. That, that is uh, right up there. But, up there. Butter's a milk. Yeah. Watch it, watch, watch, watching Arsenal, Arsenal slip, on, slip up on some slippy. Ars- yeah. Yeah. Right, right. yeah, we won yeah. the game. But <laughs> Arsenal are so insipid, though, aren't they? Yeah. Well, why is Wilbeck not playing at starting that game? <laughs> well, we spoke about this last week, but genuinely, it's because he's coming back into fitness. But I, I would think he'll probably start from, from now on. I would hope so, because he's just, you know, he just looks more up for it. And Giroud is just, he is having a genuine existential crisis. It's the most French thing I've ever seen. Said- Oliver Giroud is an. Is an Utter disgrace. He said. He said he was. Uh, he said he was happy with the assist. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, well, but anyway, yeah. That's he's obviously going, an important he's thing. He's good for Robert Perez's uh, record of 84, I think. But he's not getting anywhere near. <laughs> <laughs> he's not scored since January the 1st or something. Still our top scorer. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 20, he's, got, he's got 20 goals this season, uh, which seems absolutely mad. He chucked himself on the floor trying to get a penalty in the most embarrassing way I've seen of the season against Norwich. And he also did this thing where he's like held his face for ages as well. And it's like, what, what are you doing? Just get on with it. Being... Maybe you could 
kick French the ball. French and existential. But another point about, and a few Arsenal fans, because I, I went off on one about Arsenal, because I do find them genuinely really frustrating, but it's only because I know how good they could be. That's the whole problem. Yeah, and, and people say, oh, Welbeck's been injured. He came back from injury over two months ago. I he think scored against Leicester. No, I don't think it's that long. He scored, against really. the, he scored against Leicester in the league, which was was it February? Has he not picked up a knock since then, though? I think but he, he's I an think Arsenal he might player. Have been well, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> well, I looked at his record, and he seems to have come off the bench fairly consistently since he came back. Mm. And and he started uh, away uh, to Everton. I know, you, I know, our injuries have got to be managed, but uh, what did he have a knee problem? I think it might have been a knee. But anyway, I know, I know, injuries have got to be managed. But if th- th- there is an element of this where if you put a player on the bench. And Giroud gets injured after a minute. He, he, it's a chance he could have to play effectively an entire game anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, well, still, but you know, mm. you, you you deal with that when it comes, don't you? I think one of Wenger's problems is he has too much faith in a lot of players, and I think he's desperately trying to get Giroud to play his way back into form, and that obviously yeah. has affected us. Mm. Um, it general. would it would be hilarious if Arsenal finished above Spurs, though. When all said and done, it can't happen, can it? It can, can it? Yeah, well, it, two it points would be pretty them. spectacular. Spurs have happened. Happen. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think it's likely. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the championship. Oh, can we just say something quickly oh, about the what for Aston Villa? I felt sorry for Sissoko being sent off. I thought it was harsh. Yeah. Because um, there was a defender covering, but then I saw that that defender covering was at Alan Hutton. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, I, I revised my opinion. That it was definitely a goal-scoring opportunity. <laughs> 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 now you can move on. Thank you very much. Down. Look, that yeah. should be yeah. his nickname in a way, yeah. shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of games, uh, big games in the championship today, but but mm. Middlesbrough dropped crucial God, points. Did it again away to Birmingham, and they had a goal which was ruled out harshly for yeah, offside, like, but absurdly harshly. I know, never even approaching offside. Oh, we look forward to the conclusion of that one. Um, they were quite wasteful in general, though themselves. So <laughs> yeah, they, they should have. I mean, they will really look at that game if they don't get uh, one of the automatic spots, of course. But it's in, still in their hands because they still play Brighton at home on the last day. And um, I'm pretty sure Brighton have just lost to Derby. No way. Yeah, yeah. one at home and they've had a player sent off as well. Oh time dear. recording. There you are, so maybe it's a price. Lewis point. Dunk. Mm. Yeah. So there you go, it's actually a point gained. There you are. In League One, Wigan, they've secured promotion back to uh, the Championship. Uh, Walsall looking pretty good. They beat Fleetwood uh, 3-1. Burton could clinch promotion as well, though. Nice, uh, that would be fantastic for It them. would be yeah. an absolutely incredible achievement if, what they, if they could clinch. do that. What a clinch. <laughs> One of the best clinches mm. of the season. Like Marcus clinching onto a branch, like <laughs> a big hairy sloth. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like Robert who's clinching onto Fellaini's hair. Like Luke's mate, Clinch Hill. Um, <laughs> in League Two, Bristol Rovers are in the in the playoffs with, with Pompey. There was a wonderful, uh, tidy little piece of an interview that Garth Crooks did with uh, Al, Al Caddy, I think his name is, the Jordanian owner of Bristol Rovers. It was, it was amazing. Garth Crooks asked him, uh, why did he choose to put his money into Bristol Rovers and not Bristol City? Now, obviously... Needle, bit of needle. Yeah, obviously his answer could be uh, a quite a contentious one. Because if he said, well, we looked at Bristol City and it's a nice yeah. club, you can't say that, obviously. No. You've got to be all out with Bristol City. And he knows that. He's obviously a good PR man. But he's got to be all out for Rovers. Exactly. Yeah. So Garth Crooks said, why did you not put your money in there to, to Bristol City and not Rovers? And he just went, Garth, we hate... he's been briefed he's been briefed he's read the briefing sheet before the interview but it was but it was the way he looked at it Garth naughty but the picture I've got on my mind I've been preparing for this interview is some (laughs) some press person has done the preparation sheet for him and at the end it's just said if you remember one thing, yep. <laughs> you hate Bristol City. Yeah. That's what you've got to worry about. Yeah, it was great. Uh, by the way, for the record, before everyone tweets me, I've got no problem with either Bristol club. No, I don't think we do. No. But it is a huge rivalry. I love mm. Bristol. 
We love all the Bristol. Bristol's a fantastic city. It is indeed. Uh, And then quickly, before we uh, go abroad to the Scottish Premiership, Celtic, they beat Hearts. They beat Hearts uh, at uh, at Hearts, which is uh, an incredible result for Celtic, really, going there and winning. Always difficult. Uh, Fortress. Celtic (laughs) have all but won the title. But it's just... Hearts usually put the the word castle in Tynecastle, don't they? They certainly do. It's a fortress. (laughs) Celtic Um, have got a pre-new manager bounce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, they've. I mean, they've all but won it. It would take a miracle for them for them not to. Well, more course. on that and the highlights of the week, by the way. Right, coming up. But at least everybody. And let's let's all congratulate the Scottish Premiership because they've made Celtic wait until May. Yeah, that's a victory for everybody else. Yeah, it is, it yeah. really is. So, well done, uh, guys. So, uh, well done all. Uh, let's uh, have a little bit of something uh, before we go to uh, the Spanish footballs. Play it now, Peter. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that. Just the ramble boys chucking out the bands, making all the noise. Keep your peepers peeled and watch those grubby mitts, because they're coming for you and your big shop tips. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Remember, the, remember the football ramble preview show? Your symbiotic algae That's on your enough. Fur. What? All right. One more and you're out. Yeah, of, your own, of your own student. Well, what are you going to do? Chase yeah. it? Um, uh, <laughs> you're too slow. <laughs> Watch out, Mark. There's a harpy eagle coming down for you. <laughs> the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Bet365. Oh, not a lot. We'll be out. You'll never get away from that. <laughs> you'll like it. Not a sloth, but you'll like it. Um, Bet365 will sponsor that. When it's out Friday, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, mm. I mean, what's going to probably happen by that point is that Leicester are going to have won the league. Are going to have won the league, so we're going to probably be talking about that. Yeah. Don't miss it. No, never miss that one. In La Liga, uh, they all won again. Uh, right, move on. Uh, Letty yeah. uh, still <laughs> the same points as Barcelona, which is which is quite something because Barcelona have a better head to head. It was quite funny. I think it was it was in one of the big publications. I think it may have been the Telegraph, um, but I can't remember which. Possibly where somebody was saying that uh, at Letty it would take a miracle for them to win the league if they won all the rest of their games like eleven nil or something like that. Yeah. And someone pointed out, well, they'd be a bit gutted if they did all that and realised that Barcelona have got a better head to head, and that's yeah. what it goes on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which was which was quite amusing. That's... Now uh, this is this is an interesting one because their their remaining uh, two fixtures each, Barcelona are at home to their local rivals Espanyol. Yeah, they'll beat them. Yeah, they will. I'm yeah. not. But do you remember when Beckham and Real Madrid won the league, and it was a similar position, and Barcelona had it all, and I think they drew. I want to say away. No, one of them played Real Zaragoza away, but I think Real Madrid scored a last minute goal, and I think it might have been Espanyol at the Nou Camp scored a last minute goal, and it all suddenly switched round. Right. So, so do keep your eyes. That, on was, that. that was pre Barcelona's ridiculous dominance, though. Yeah, true. But they've that, had that was about 2004. But they're out of the Champions League as well, you know. They're yeah. not that dominant at the moment, well, really. I mean, I think of the of the run-ins that all three clubs have, Barcelona have the, the, the most winnable games. They do, but they're playing two sides who are in relegation scraps. Yeah, I think they're going to be fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, are we talking about the same team? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've got four of the team and woke up at a different point. All right, well, do you want a Harry Redknapp update? Yes, yes. right. Obviously. He's Jordani inside. They He's lost. down the golf club. <laughs> um, they lost 5 1 in Australia, of course. Uh, but the locals obviously saw something in old Redders that uh, many of us haven't. Um, he's now set to join A League side Central Coast Mariners as a football consultant. Is he just going to Skype in from Sandbox? Rock it all over the world. <laughs> Uh, you know who's already there, don't you? Who's Peter that? Story's there. That's it's why. There. Ah, yeah. I thought you were going to say Sven. No, Peter Story. <laughs> They're all there. I, I, I wish I had friends that could get me stuff. Oh, you, would. you guys are like are a weird round mate, of you're, neck. you're on this podcast. Are you blind? Yeah. <laughs> you're doing nothing to you, Kane, on here. 
Well, yeah, a football consultant. You were like Iggy Pop pre David Bowie. I'm like the tree that Marcus hangs off. Yeah. Well, it's a small tree. Yeah, I was going to say. It's a shrub. Really. A very limp tree. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Red Naps, we look forward to that. Well done, Australia. Yeah. You've. Uh, You've what got could, a new addition. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> what about a George Weyer update? Yeah, go on. While we're, while we're doing updates. The 1995 World Player of the Year, currently a senator in his home country of Liberia. He lost the elections to Ms Shirley in 2005 and failed to become vice president in 2011. But he's going again for the top job in the 2017 elections. Love it. Love that. Love if you are in Liberia and you have any more on this... Get in touch. Love a player doing that um, uh, post post retirement. Mm. It's better than just seeing another person on the old uh, sofa, the punditry sofa. Yeah, we like it when they enter the the, the kind of uh, admin-y world of politics. I mean, what could go wrong? Michelle Platini, Beckenbauer, <laughs> yeah, another one. <laughs> Are Romario and Bebeto both in Brazilian politics? Romario's a senator. Yeah, yeah Romario's. Big, uh, I think he's, Romario's a bit of a big cheese. Yeah, he? no, he's actually yeah. doing pretty well, isn't he? By, mm. by the he's apparently, senator. according to him, he served for forty-four terms. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Let's go. To the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Hi everyone. Um, Hi. I've got uh, first up. I've got uh, two Australian-based highlights of the week. One Good. is related to what we've just talked about. One isn't. So I'll go with the one that isn't first. Matt Tilby says his highlight of the week is the A League Grand Final on Sunday between Adelaide United and Western Sydney. Fifty thousand fans of one of Australia's best grounds, the Adelaide Oval. Um, which is primarily for, uh, primarily for cricket and AFL, showing that football in this country is very much here to stay. That's very good. good. Um, well, no, that's why Redknapp's going there. Well, speaking of that, Eamon mm. Warner says, old Redders is getting the band back together at the Central Coast Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Peter Story at a small coastal club at the foot of the table. What could go wrong? <laughs> oh, nice. Um, Lewis Campbell, he says, uh, finding out this week that Livingston's stadium is now known as the Tony Macaroni Arena. Ooh. And I checked this out. I checked this out because mm. I thought he might just be pulling the fast one over here because we don't do any research. Uh, so I've, I've called his bluff, and it's turned out it's true. I mean, ah. previously known as the Almond Vale Stadium, it is known this season as a Tony Macaroni Arena for sponsorship purposes. That's class. That's God great. knows what the sponsorship is. <laughs> Tony's Macaroni. Yeah, some sort yeah, of macaroni. Uh, sort of, I don't know, establishment. I Tony guess. Macaroni. It's, yeah. It literally says in the no, name. But what I mean is, is that a restaurant? <laughs> is it a brand of pasta? I mean, what is it? It's his Willie. Get in touch. Is Tony Cascarino involved? Did you say it's his Willie? <laughs> Tony's Macaroni, check it out. You dirty little you song. You little song. Oh. <laughs> Robert Thomas, he says, slightly late, but Ramble favourite Graham Wesley getting the boot at posh. Yeah. And then proceeding to slag off the chairman. <laughs> <laughs> I let that go, to be honest. He didn't say anything too outrageous. Wesley's only, was only there for seven months. He was. Um, here's one for you, Marcus. Thanks. Alan Donald. Big Al. He says, uh, Aberdeen lulling Celtic into a false sense of security, <laughs> being nine points clear with nine to play for, with the goal difference of 35. <laughs> 35 quick goals and we're right back in this. <laughs> oh, he's five foot up, isn't he? He's a good friend of the Ramble uh, Slim. Is that he's, right? Uh, posting on Facebook, I mm. noticed. Do so, well done, he's five. <laughs> Go on, do it. <laughs> 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 you don't need to have met him to enjoy it, do it. I'm not doing the Slim in Do it. There's a, it's a friend of Peter's, and yeah, uh, he walked up to me once and went, I saw you on the television. It's <laughs> a, a good impression. Good impression. Good impression. <laughs> I've uh, never met him, so it's yeah. slightly lost on me. Oh. You still enjoyed it, though. Jim, I saw your face. You were smiling. Uh, Martin <laughs> Coleman, he says, one solitary Luton Town fan stayed to see Northampton Town lost the League 2 trophy on Saturday. Oh. Uh, when he left, he was given a standing ovation by the Cobblers fans. I've oh. seen a picture of this. He just sat there on his own enjoying it. Just enjoying it. <laughs> That's great. Enjoying another team winning. <laughs> Little milk. Um, and Alex Pink has been back in touch. Ah, oh, the Pink. Do you the remember Pink him? man. You should Jesse, remember Jesse him. Pinkerton. He's the guy who beat his brother's team in the semi-final of the cup. Yeah, yes. I do remember well, him. He's got news of the final, hasn't ah. he? He's got news <laughs> of the final. He says, uh, hey guys, I thought you'd appreciate the update um, on how my cup final went. I was cheered on by a bunch of family members and friends, including my brother Tom, who I beat in the semi. There's his mensch in my final dig. <laughs> 
<laughs> on a lovely sunny day in Haverhill, my team, Stoke by Clare, fell to Northcroft 3-1. Oh, no. He said, I've included a picture of my runners-up medal. May it be hidden away for years to come. Uh, sorry to hear that, we Alex. You should have sent us a picture then, should you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and this is, good, this is a good one to finish with. Tom O'Dwyer says, Cheltenham Town winning the National League with the most wins, the least defeats, or the fewest defeats, that should be, uh, Tom. Uh, <laughs> the most goals scored, the fewest goals conceded, the most home wins, the most away wins, 101 points in total, but all anyone will remember us for is that useless free kick routine. Yeah. <laughs> and James Torres has got in touch straight away and replied <laughs> saying, seriously though, mate, it was proper shit. <laughs> Again, Nice little bookend. That's at least they're remembered for something. There we yeah. go. That's the end of the highlights of my, the week. Oh, my oh, highlight, oh, it, not oh, quite, because we've got a couple, haven't we? I've, I've got one. Diego Maradona saying that uh, Napoli, if they sell Gonzalo Higuain, should sign Harry Kane. Yeah, he's got no insight, has yeah, he? No. <laughs> well, and, and to back that up, he said, uh, if it was up to me, I'd choose Tottenham's Kane. I don't know how much he costs, but I would sign him. Yeah, OK. I mean, mm. it's, uh, it's tough, isn't it? That's a job. <laughs> if, if Maradona signed him and then he was Maradona's Sign player, if Maradona then went to Italy with Kane, would the authorities take, take Kane on yeah. Maradona because he owes so uh, much? It's, it's so confusing with Maradona. It's so hard to understand what he means at any given time. That the sort of the, the, the you know the head honchos at Napoli are probably thinking, is he saying he wants to manage us? Yeah, we're going to have to deal with this. Or is he saying cocaine? <laughs> That's per Jim. Uh, my highlight of the week was Ashley Cole getting booked twice in 32 seconds. Oh, once, yeah, he's got his first for time wasting and once with uh, time wasting with a throw in, uh, which is just not even subtle. And uh, then immediately for an absolutely dreadful tackle. So well done, Ashley. I think he's done okay in California so far, but yeah, that wasn't yeah, so good. Apparently, Frank Lampard's having a terrible time out mm. there, isn't he? Oh, they all are. Mm. Pirlo's been getting pelters as well. Oh, well. Oh, well, yeah. hey. I, uh, <laughs> speaking of excellent penalty takers like uh, Stephen Gerrard, um, uh, you have to give Defoe props for this week, uh, even though I'm a Newcastle fan and mm-hmm. that penalty... Took it well. He took it very pressure well. Was on. And, and the pressure was on, what was it, 94th minute, something like that? Yeah, it was mm. very late on. And uh, talking about... Uh, you weren't saying that in the WhatsApp group when it went in, by the no. way. No. <laughs> <laughs> was no doing that. Lots uh, of swear words. And also my Sunday League team uh, are in uh, the cup final for... Um, are you playing for them at the moment? No, I've not, <laughs> have not, uh, not dirtied my back. boots all season. You, and laid, they are second in the league and winning the cup final. You've laid the foundation <laughs> for what they can go on to yep. achieve. Uh, should we have a website roundup? Jim? Yeah, let's have a website roundup, Jim. So let's see. As tensions rise in the final few weeks of the season proper, why not distract yourself and visit thefootballramble.com where you can see a brilliant dog on the pitch in the Copa de Libertadores, concerns emerging over Harry Redknapp's car insurance premiums as news breaks of his consultancy role with Aussie Outfits, Central Coast Mariners, as we've already uh, covered. A Champions League roundup that, like the coverage of the game itself, prefers to concern itself with Cristiano on the bench uh, rather than what was happening on the pitch. And Tyrone Mings' shameless Twitter application for Kelly's job. You can follow Kelly at <laughs> Kelly underscore Wells. She's not threatened. Yeah, well done, Mingzy. Um, uh, there we'll be back, of course, uh, for the preview show on uh, Friday morning. Uh, uh, Brighton have equalised. Oh, have they? In the last minute? In the 95th minute. Hot wow. dog. Wow. How about that, eh? Hot dog, jumping frog, Albuquerque. Yeah. <laughs> Albert Luque. Yeah. Um, uh, right, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. You lot play football. There's cup finals coming up. It's made. Let us know how you're getting on in your cup yeah. finals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and if there are any 11-a-side teams in the London area... <laughs> needing a 35-year-old. <laughs>
Are you looking at me? No. You're only 34. Oh, you're 35 the other day, weren't you? Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Cheers, Pete, guys. as well. Yeah. Um, Happy just birthday, Just a little footnote in the yeah. show. Uh, yeah, show at thefootballramble.com. We're on Twitter at Football Ramble and on Instagram as well. Some good stuff happening on Instagram. Some if, funnies. If anyone wants me to do like a football manager star, star like rating of Pete's attributes out of 20, that's <laughs> I'm mm. happy to do that. <laughs> he very much Strength is. Strength aerial, aerial ability. <laughs> Decisions too. There we are. <laughs> that's um, just my clothes. Yeah. And uh, say goodbye, Jim. <laughs> goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Goodbye, PT. Don't lose sloth, yeah. <laughs>Deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.